his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Clearwater, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 27 degrees now and a few clouds. Officials say the Wichita wind surge will not be leaving the air capital. According to multiple news outlets, the city of Columbus, Georgia is working to attract a minor league baseball team to their city. They're in negotiations with several teams owned by Diamond Sports Holdings, the owner of the wind surge. The Mississippi Clarion Ledger has now corrected their initial report, indicating the wind surge was on the list of teams under consideration. It's speculated that the Jackson, Mississippi Braves could be moving to Georgia if Columbus and Diamond Sports Holdings can come to an agreement. Officials with the wind surge, as well as the city of Wichita, Wednesday, uh, said the team will not be leaving the air capital. While the president begins his New Year's vacation, members of his cabinet are trying to solve a political crisis. President Biden has arrived here in St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands at the same time his Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, arrived in Mexico to discuss the southern border. Border Patrol sources tell Fox there have already been over 730 thousand migrant encounters at the border since October 1st. For comparison, that's a population bigger than the city of Denver arriving at the border in less than three months. December's on pace to set the record for the highest month for migrant encounters in U.S. history. Traveling with the president in St. Croix, Lucas Tomlinson, Fox News. A man accused in the shooting death of a Wichita woman made his first court appearance Wednesday. 42-year-old Larry Ingram was charged with murder in the second degree and a violation of a protective order in the death of 23-year-old Danique Ingram. The shooting took place on December 21st in the 7700 block of 32nd Street North. While police have not released a motive for the shooting, they have given instructions for how people can get help in cases of domestic violence. Ingram is being held on a $1 million bond and is due back in court on January 10th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Police have made an arrest in the case of a carjacking last week in West Wichita. The suspect is accused of using a knife to threaten a man as he left the Dillon's grocery store at Central and West. The vehicle was stolen but has been returned to the owner. Formal charges are pending. Fighting continues to intensify between Israel and Hamas along the Gaza Strip. 
Fox's Trey Yinkst reporting from Tel Aviv. Fierce battles are ongoing between the IDF and Hamas as ground operations expand across the Strip. With no major progress on Egyptian-led ceasefire talks, the ground war is expected to intensify as Israel promises to eradicate Hamas. Overnight, Israeli forces raided the West Bank city of Tolkarom, where they arrested 14 wanted Palestinian militants, killing six others in a drone strike. Local paramedics claim all those killed were civilians, as the IDF acknowledged the strike, saying they struck a group of men throwing explosives. Thousands of Palestinians are fleeing Gaza from Israel's growing offensive. The Colorado Republican Party is appealing the state Supreme Court's ruling kicking former President Trump off the state's ballots. The narrow ruling that disqualified Trump was made under the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution and related to the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. The state GOP is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn that ruling, arguing that it disregards the First Amendment rights of political parties to select the candidates of their choice. The majority in the state Supreme Court's 4-3 decision concluded that as president, Trump incited and encouraged the use of violence to prevent the peaceful transfer of power following the 2020 election. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 6.08, eight minutes past 6 o'clock. Christmas tree recycling is underway with 20 drop-off locations in Sedgwick County that will turn your tree into mulch. Andover residents can also take trees to the Andover Central Park. All locations are open through January 22nd. A 26-year-old man from Jacksonville, Florida, is dead, shot by police after officers say he fired a gun at a neighbor and then barricaded himself in his house. Here's Sheriff's Office Director Mark Romano. Our SWAT team responded, and after several minutes of negotiating with him, uh, Mr. Panette came out of his front door. He was armed with a revolver in one hand and a knife in the other hand. He came out in an aggressive manner, and when he went to lift the gun, a SWAT officer shot him. Romano says Patton Panette was declared dead at the scene. In Arkansas, a man is facing several charges, and he allegedly tried to flee the country in a kayak. Lawrence Hickman is being held behind bars in Benton County, Arkansas. Police say they found six homemade pipe bombs at his house. Hickman is also facing separate charges and a trial in Texas. Investigators say he attempted to leave his legal troubles behind with a plan to kayak nearly 7,000 miles to the Philippines, where he claims he has a wife. Hickman was arrested in Washington state with two inflatable kayaks. Tom Graham, Fox News. An American leader who found success in business, politics, and sports has passed away. Former Wisconsin Democratic Senator Herb Cole has died at the age of 88. In business, he helped grow the Coles family-owned grocery and department store as company president in the 1970s before the corporation was sold in 1979. In the sports world, he purchased the NBA's Milwaukee Bucks in the mid-'80s for $18 million in order to keep them in town. He owned them for 30 years before selling in 2014 for $550 million. In politics, after serving as his state's Democratic Party chairman, Cole ran for and won a seat in the U.S. Senate in 1988. He won re-election three times and served four terms in all. He never accepted anything more than the $89,500 salary he first got in 1989, returning any overage to the U.S. Treasury. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News.
KNSS News Time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And a look at traffic here on the Thursday morning commute. We do have police heading to the scene of the Trail Motel on South Broadway, just a couple of blocks south of Broadway and Kellogg. A domestic violence incident going on there, so police are converging there on the Trail Motel, 800 block of South Broadway this morning for a domestic violence case. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. An area of low pressure so large now it covers the eastern two-thirds of the country continues to influence our weather. We're on the western side of that, so some flurries may continue early on. Then partly cloudy, breezy with a high 37. Clouds move back in again tonight, yellow 28. Finally, some clearing and sunshine Friday with a high 44. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, a northwest wind at 10 miles per hour and 26 degrees. Stephen, 10 of the morning, Thursday, December 28th, 2023. The year is almost over. We had another cloudy, cold, breezy day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 38 degrees, normal high 44, but that wind was ugly. It was nasty. Cut right through my clothing. Ooh. Wichita precipitation for the year, just over 30 inches now. And that's almost four inches below normal. And we're running out of time to get that next four inches. Don't think we're going to make it by the end of the year. Coming up here in just a few days. On this date in 1879, an extraordinary snowstorm occurred in a most unusual place in the Middle East. Where Jerusalem received 17 inches of snow. Very rare. 1879 that occurred. And on this date in 2014, the U.S. war in Afghanistan, fought for 13 bloody years and still raging, came to a formal end with a quiet flag-lowering ceremony in Kabul that marked the transition of the fighting from U.S.-led combat troops to the country's own security forces. We got out of Afghanistan after 13 years. Wow. What a place. What a place. Stephen Ted in the morning. Ted, uh, Shelley and I heard from... Uh, Heard this uh, from employees last week, and now the Eagles, uh, Dennis, uh, Denise Neal's coming out to confirm that after 22 years, Paul Comia is selling two of his Riverside cafes, the one on 13th and the one out west, to a couple of uh, employees. Hmm. And uh, we'd heard this. Yeah, Shelly and I were in the Riverside the other night, and they told us that that's what's happening. Where's the one out west? Uh, on Central. It's about Central and Tyler. Okay. About three blocks from my boyhood home out there. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to keep the one in Derby, but uh, Paul probably going to change the name of it. He's going to let these other people keep Riverside, and he's going to change the name of the one in Derby. So uh, I remember when Paul first took over Riverside several years ago, the Riverside Cafe. Uh, a guy named um, I'm never gonna I'm not gonna remember his name. It's like Dick Nethercott, I believe it was. For years, the place was called Dick and Jane's. Oh yeah, and uh, I've kind of forgotten about that. We went in there on a Saturday. My 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 daughter, who's you know, she's grown up four four kids now. And my daughter, uh, we were in there on a Saturday morning, I think it was, having breakfast, and the place was uh, Dick's or uh, Dick. It's had a, a huge. Uh, a uh, crowd in there. I mean, the place was covered with people. It was elbow to elbow. And they had like two waitresses or one. And my 14-year-old daughter says to Dick, another got the owner, could you use some help? He says, what, you want a job? She says, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wait tables. Yeah. She says, he says, how old are you? He says, 14. He says, huh. He thought a minute. He says, 
when can you start? He said, she says, I can go home and change clothes yeah. now. Went back to work, and Stacy kept that job there for several years. Nice. Through high school and part of college. And every weekend, like she would Saturday and Sunday morning, she'd go over there, at least Saturday morning, and come home with a roll of bills about three inches thick mm-hmm. on tips. Nice. And uh, I was so proud of her and proud of, uh, you know, KC. He came in and bought that place. And uh, I knew him, and he was a terrific man. And Paul said, you know, he had some tr- struggles with the place closing and whatnot. But uh, there you go. That's what's going on with, with Riverside. And Denise has written it all up in, a, in the Eagle this morning. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. Well, we just got uh, a couple of days left in the year, Ted. When, and uh, I, I've done some research and, and this morning and found out some things that we could share with you, like top resolutions for the new year mm-hmm. from good housekeeping. Ah, uh, very reliable. And then, uh, <laughs> and then in the... The 7 o'clock hour, we've got a special. Let me look at the 8 o'clock hour this morning. 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have uh, Tanya J. Powers, and she'll talk about uh, where Americans spent most of their money uh-huh. during holiday season. So it's going to be about the holidays. And then in the 7 o'clock hour, we have a special guest coming on, a fellow who, uh, who uh, you and I have worked with over the years. I worked with him a couple of times. Dave Phillips is going to be with us. Dave mm. is with uh, he's a He's a very um, high-ranking executive with... <laughs> Carlos with Kelly's and a former radio guy. Long I, time Wichita fixture in radio and did some television. Yeah, we haven't talked to him for a while. I thought, let's, let's get him on here until the end of the year, see if he's got any New Year's resolutions he wants to share with us. So there you go. I think we're going to have a very interesting show for you today. 617, now Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Uh, let's take a look at leadoff sports now with Ted Woodward. Ted. Of course, tonight we're gearing up, well, today, today. for the 34th annual Pop-Tarts Bowl oh. in Orlando. Oh, yeah. It's number 25, Kansas State, taking on number 18, North Carolina State. Cats are 8-4, and four. Wolfpack is 9-3, and three. NC State's on a five-game winning streak. Now, before you dismiss the Pop-Tarts Bowl, now, Steve, you asked me a question yesterday, how many bowl games are there? And I yeah. kind of stumbled around. I didn't really know. Who knows? I thought there were maybe 30 or 32. There are 43 bowl games this year. So they don't mean anything anymore. That's... Right. But <laughs> let's narrow the, let's narrow down the scope a little bit. Okay. There are only 10 bowl games that have two ranked teams playing each other. Okay. Pop-Tarts so... Bowl tonight is one That's of one them. one of them, yeah. So I don't want to put the Pop-Tarts Bowl in the category with the other 33 bowls that really are kind of meaningless. This one's you got two good teams. And you got Kansas State who both we're, ranked. We love we love around here watching this, the Wildcats play. So first yeah. meeting ever between these two in college football. Yeah. It's the first time K-State has ever played a bowl game in the state of Florida. In fact, the really? last time they played a game there at all was 12 years ago. This is K-State's 25th bowl appearance. And it's the beginning of the new era for K-State. As a new quarterback takes over, freshman quarterback Avery Johnson from Mays High School making his first career start tonight. So it's pretty cool. And, uh, of course, this is a this is played in a stadium that was built during the Great Depression. It's part of a FDR Works project. It was the old Tangerine Bowl. And now it's hosting the Pop-Tarts Bowl as uh, the K-State is getting at it tonight. Is that in Miami, you say? It's in Orlando. Orlando. K-State and North Carolina State tonight in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Live coverage. I keep saying tonight. It actually starts late this afternoon. I've got to get that in my brain. Live pregame coverage for K-State football begins at 2.30 this afternoon. The game will kick off at 4.45 p.m. 
And, of course, your home for K-State football is yes. over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. So be sure to get in on that. Nice. The Pop-Tarts Bowl is today. By the way, it was 10 years ago on this day. K-State beat Michigan in the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. 31-14 to dominated the Wolverines in that one. That was 10 years ago today. Let's see if the Wildcats can repeat that 10 years later. All right, we go to the pros. Thursday night football tonight. It's in Cleveland. The Browns hosting the New York Jets. FanDuel has the Browns favored by more than a touchdown. Expecting this to be the lowest scoring game in the NFL this weekend. The Browns are in the number five spot in the conference. If the Browns win, they'll be in the playoffs for only the second time in the last 21 years. So the Browns should be motivated tonight. The Jets have already been eliminated from the playoffs, so they're trying to be a spoiler. Only two weeks to go in the regular season. Uh, And, of course, you can listen to that one live. Jets-Browns, it's at 6.30 this evening. Coverage begins, and that's right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The Browns are trying to get into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, let's go to the NBA Last night, the Cleveland Cavaliers went on the road in Dallas, beat the Mavericks 113-110, to starting at forward for the Cavaliers. Former Kansas State Wildcat Dean Wade had eight rebounds and three points. Also getting the start for the Cavaliers, former Wichita State Shocker Craig Porter, the rookie, making his fourth straight start for the Cavaliers. A career-high 12 rebounds, a career-high three steals, nine points, seven assists. Greg Porter, the former Shocker, putting up some nice numbers for the Cavaliers in a win last night. In fact, Cleveland was down by 20 points in the first half and came back and won on the road at Dallas. Back-to-back wins for the Cavaliers. They're in the number six spot in the Eastern Conference. Seems like they have a rising star on their hands right there. Former Wichita State Shocker, Craig Porter. The Philadelphia 76ers won on the road last night in Orlando, beat the Magic 112-92. Starting at guard for the 76ers, former Kansas Jayhawk Kelly Oubre with four points and four rebounds. Off the bench for the Sixers, another Jayhawk, Marcus Morris. Six for 11 shooting inside the arc, 14 points, three rebounds. The Sixers have won nine of their last 11. They're in the number three spot in the Eastern Conference. Happy birthday today to a good football player for the Kansas City Chiefs. Carlos Carson is 65 years old today. Great wide receiver for the Chiefs throughout the entire decade of the 1980s. Not a big guy, 5'11", wide receiver out of LSU. The Chiefs got him in the fifth round. Pretty good for a fifth-round pick. 353 receptions, 33 touchdowns in his career. He's in the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame. Here we are uh, 40 years after he played, and he's number seven all-time for the Chiefs in receiving yards, (laughs) 6,300 receiving yards. At the time he retired, he was third on the Chiefs list. The great Carlos Carson, it's his birthday. He is 65 today. Great Chiefs wide receiver. That's Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Provides detox, residential, and outpatient services for most insurances and veterans. Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. Avery's dad and my daughter, Stacy were schoolmates at McLean and Marshall and North. So she's Avery known Johnson, K State quarterback. Yeah, yeah. It's, she's known his dad for years. Well, heck of a guy. Looking forward to That's gonna be seeing great. what he does with the Wildcats now. Six twenty-two now. Keep it here for Doctor Sanjay Gupta. Something new about ultra-processed foods. That's on the way with Steve at ten in the morning on KNSS. 
Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 on this Thursday morning. 26 degrees. Six people are dead, the result of a car crash in Texas. Police say a Georgia family was heading north in a minivan when a pickup truck with two Texas teens inside crossed onto oncoming traffic in a no-passing area and slammed into their vehicle head-on. There were seven people in the minivan. Only one survived. He was rushed to a Fort Worth hospital in critical condition. The teens in the pickup truck are also in critical condition. Police say two of those who died in the crash on U.S. Route 67 near Claiborne were children. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. In Wichita's Battle of the Badges, police have taken the lead, but firefighters are running a close second. It's all part of the Red Cross Holiday Blood Drive. When you donate, you can cast a vote for police, fire, or EMS. Red Cross spokesperson Lindsay Miller says the competition brings in more blood donations. Just having them help us spread the word and share the importance of donations um, helps us fill our buckets, right, that we need that blood um, all, all throughout the year, but um, they really help us get our donations up at this time. And the Battle of the Badges runs through Sunday. Work to upgrade the cooling system at the Sedgwick County Courthouse is closing westbound traffic on Central from Maine to Wichita Street. It will take two more days to set up a crane in front of the building. Plans are to open the center's westbound lane of Central after that, but the other westbound lane will remain closed until mid-February when the project is completed. The business partner of a Utah YouTube mom admits in court to abusing a child in her care. Jody Hildebrandt stood before Utah Judge John Walton and admitted her role in neglecting the welfare of children. I have to plead to Hildebrandt repeated the guilty plea to three other abuse counts. She is accused of making two of Ruby Frankie's kids endure what some have described as torture, treating them that way because they were disobedient. Frankie pleaded guilty to the same charges earlier this month. Hildebrandt is scheduled to be sentenced February 20th. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Three Air Force, Army, and Navy Marine College students have been selected as ROTC All-American Scholarship Students of the Year. The program, sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union, began six years ago and honors the nation's best and brightest ROTC seniors in all branches of military service. The Students of the Year each receive a $6,500 scholarship and their school's booster club, or student fund, receives a $5,000 donation. A panel of judges selected the recipients based on the pillars of the ROTC program, leadership, military excellence, scholarship, and service. Representing Stanford University's Air Force ROTC unit, Athena Chang is studying mechanical engineering and computer science. She's a senior vice president of Stanford Women in Business and a research assistant at Stanford's Gordon Knott Center for National Security Innovation. Paul Keeley of the University of Oklahoma's Army ROTC unit is studying French and serves as a cadet platoon leader. Before joining the University of Oklahoma's Army ROTC program, he was a non-commissioned officer in the 75th Ranger Regiment and led a five-man infantry team of rangers in combat. 
Cyrus James of the University of Washington's Navy Marines ROTC unit is studying political science and naval science. He has had several leadership roles within his unit, including battalion physical training instructor, regulation drill, platoon commander, company commander, and squad leader. You can learn more about the scholarship program by clicking the link in our news story. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Flurries will linger across parts of south-central Kansas here this morning. We'll see some breaks in the clouds at times today with a high 37. Clouding right back up again tonight, Tello 28. Finally, we'll see this clearing occurring tomorrow, sunny and breezy with a high 44. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 26 degrees. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And today is December 28th, 2023. On this date in 1912, San Francisco's Municipal Railway began operations with Mayor James Rolfe Jr. at the controls of Streetcar No. 1 as 50,000 spectators looked on. San Francisco famous for the streetcars, and uh, if you've never been out there never ridden one, you're, that's something you need to do. I've done it, done it a couple of times in my life. It's a fun thing. You just walk up and jump on them and take a ride. A new year will mean a new wage for many workers across the country. On January 1st, 2024, the minimum wage will increase in 22 states. Kansas is not included, by the way. Washington is tops minimum wage. They're up 54. They're going to go up 54 cents an hour January 1st, and Washington's minimum wage is $16.28 an hour. You can check out that story at KNSS Radio, our webpage. Tom Smothers, best known as half of the comedic duo of the Smothers Brothers, has died at the age of 86. His family says Smothers died Tuesday at his home in Santa Rosa, California, after a battle with cancer. Tom and his older brother Dick hosted the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, which ran for three seasons on CBS in the late 60s. They were known for taking on controversial topics like racism and the Vietnam War, which led to battles with Censors in the show's cancellation in 1970. They were awarded an honorary Emmy Award in 2008. And Ted's going to have a lot more on the, the passing of Thomas Brothers coming up in the 8 o'clock hour on The Blur this morning. Right, we certainly will. Um, first memory of the Smothers Brothers, I was in junior high school, and their first big album came out. And a very good friend uh, uh, named Steve, Steve Boyd, who his dad, his, his family found it first. And he shared it with me. He said, you got to listen to this. And we, I was hooked. Those guys were funny. And then they came to town. Uh, oh gosh, this would have been in the 90s, early 90s. They came and they made an appearance at the Crown Uptown Dinner Theater over in East Douglas. And I was privileged to Shelly and I to go watch that show uh, in person, live. They were hilarious. And you too. You've yep, seen Tom I saw them at the Orpheum maybe 12 years ago or yeah. so. And yeah. They were right. They, were, they just knocked it out of the park. Tom is just a naturally great entertainer, funny, funny man. Yeah, all right. You know, they did one of those deals where they did a dumb joke early mm-hmm. in the show, and then towards the end they recalled it 
and it just brought the house down. It's one of those deals where it's just, you thought, oh, that's dumb. And then it's used as a punchline an hour and a half later, and it people worked. just went crazy. With it. <laughs> that is brilliant stuff. Interesting. My dad had two Smothers Brothers albums when I was growing up. Had the two sides of the Smothers Brothers and Think Ethnic. Think and ethnic. I devoured those two albums. <laughs> I listened to those all the time. Yeah. Funny stuff. All right. Uh, like, like we said, more on that on the blur with Ted Woodward in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. 639 now, Steve and Ted, and it's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, early session trading saw new highs for the week for our live cattle and feeder cattle futures Wednesday. The close ended negative for the live cattle, but was positive for the feeder cattle. Now, we've yet to see any cash cattle trade so far this week, and Friday at noon is exp- expiration of December live cattle futures. Now, lean hogs yesterday traded mixed, but made new lows for the slide and closed mostly negative. On the close, February live cattle were down $1.12 at $169.27. March feeders 82 cents higher, $225.40. And Feb lean hogs up 57 at $69.87. Now, there was a lack of managed money short covering Wednesday for our wheat futures as they had double-digit losses. Now, only the soybeans were able to recover yesterday and close on the positive side. Trading volume and fresh news was on the light side yesterday. The dollar and energy markets were also lower, and the Dow scored a new all-time record high and close yesterday. At the moment, it's been very quiet overnight. March Kansas City wheat, three and a half cents higher at 638 and a half. March corn down a quarter of a penny at 476 and a quarter. March soybeans, two pennies lower at 1318 and a half. February crude oil, 92 cents lower at 73.20. February gold, $8 lower at $2,085. The March S&P's up one point at 48.34 and a half. The March dollar index, 16 cents lower at $100.49. And March Dow Jones futures, 48 points lower at 37,958. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, on Wall Street, are we in what's called a, a Santa rally or something like that? Well, I don't know what the name is, but we've been <laughs> seeing one heck of a rally we've seen in the last week and a half. A lot of new all-time record highs, record closes. Uh, it's been pretty exceptional. Yep, and uh, now I'm thinking it's got to go the other way some, someday, huh? Maybe. I just had a conversation a little while ago with a client that, you know, somewhere down the line this is going to come to an end yeah. and there will be a correction. <laughs> Starting to get nervous about that. All right. All right, Tom. Thank you, sir. That's uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities this morning. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. And uh, he's going to talk about year-end financial check-in. Don Grant on the way. Coming up, and traffic and weather as well. Stephen 10 in the morning on KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS 647 now and 26 degrees. Three big things. Three. Wichita police are leading in the Red Cross Battle of the Badges blood drive. Two. As President Biden vacations, U.S. officials are in Mexico for talks about the border situation. One. Officials say the wind surge baseball team will stay in Wichita amid media reports that Columbus, Georgia is looking for a franchise. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And we take a look at our traffic update here on the Thursday morning commute. We are seeing some heavy traffic, a little bit of a slowdown near the area of Harry and Seneca in South Wichita, especially the southbound lanes of Seneca there. A little slow. Also east of that intersection, running a little slow right now. So you can see a traffic slowdown near Seneca and Harry at this hour of the day. KNSS traffic update with Stephen Ted. Slight chance for morning flurries, but partly sunny today with a high of 37 degrees. Yesterday's high was 38. Increase in clouds and cold tonight, the overnight low 27. Friday, sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 43 degrees. Now partly cloudy. Northwest wind at 10 miles per hour and 26 degrees. Researchers in Sweden have developed a new kind of soil that can be used for growing fruits and vegetables. Fox on set. You've heard about scientists growing meat in petri dishes, but would you eat fruits or vegetables grown in electronic soil? University researchers in Sweden have developed the dirt equivalent of a cyborg, which they say has led to growing food faster. It's still organic soil, but a conductive polymer has been added, and when seeds are planted, a small charge of electricity is used to help fertilize. As noted by tech news website Engadget, the growing plants process nitrogen more efficiently, leading to plants growing faster and stronger. The researchers think that e-soil, as they're calling it, could be the next advancement in energy-efficient agriculture, while hydroponics or soil-less growing uses little water compared to traditional farming. It does require energy consumption. The electricity needs of the new e-soil are quite minimal. It could lead to an increased crop yield. With Fox on Tech, I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. Another up close on the stock market Wednesday. Stocks ending higher with the Dow notching another record close as investors remain optimistic that the Fed will begin cutting interest rates next year. U.S. tech stocks not faring well today. However, Chinese tech stocks gained after authorities approved a slew of new online video games, signaling a reversal of tighter controls on the video game industry. And Apple snapping a four-session losing streak after a U.S. appeals court paused an import ban by the International Trade Commission on 
several models of its watches in the U.S. Following a patent dispute, the Dow winners, Caterpillar, Goldman Sachs, and Amgen. The Dow decliners, Microsoft, Nike, and Home Depot. The Dow up 111 points. The Nasdaq up 25. S&P 500 up 7. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Year-end financial check-in. Don Grant, CFP, The Money Tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning. We're closing out 2023, and for me and for most clients, it's been a recovery year. The year was full of market volatility, Fed interest rates hikes, geopolitical turmoil, and internal political strife. But look where we are. Inflation is calmed. Employment numbers are good. Wages are up. Gas prices are down. And the markets are ending the year in the low double digits. Now it's time to plan for next year. When you reflect upon your 2023 finances, did you hit any objectives like paying down debt or growing your retirement plan? Maybe you purchased a home. How did you do? If you didn't set financial objectives, now's the time to do it. Get together with your partner and create a proactive strategy that builds upon itself to hit your professional, financial, and personal goals. They are all intertwined, so they need to work together. This can be done anytime, but the end of the year is the best time because it hits a calendar year that is also a time period used for taxes. What do you want to do this year financially? Money is wrought with emotion, and how we use it is attached to our values and our beliefs. For example, I knew a guy who would buy a new truck every five years or so. Once it was paid off, it was time to buy a new truck, according to him. Is it wise to always have a truck payment? Financial education can help with the emotional side of the money. Why not set a goal of learning about your money? Learn to calculate your net worth and how it applies to your financial situation right now. That is the basis for building wealth. Take a snapshot now as the foundation for what you want to achieve. There's no better time than the end of the year. With a bright future of a new year looming to set your financial goals and put together action steps to get you where you want to be next year. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Thank you, Don. Today is Pledge of Allegiance Day. Congress formally gave recognition for the Pledge of Allegiance on December 28, 1945. Francis Bellamy receives credit for writing the Pledge of Allegiance. The Youth's Companion, a magazine for young people, first published it anonymously on September 8, 1892 under the title, The Pledge. It was written in celebration of the 400th anniversary of the discovery of America. A Pledge of Allegiance. And we did that every morning in school when I was in grade school. Uh, every morning. Mm. Pledge of Allegiance, start today. Yeah, we did too. I think they may even have thrown in the Lord's Prayer there. I'm not, I don't remember for sure. But I know we did the pledge every morning. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been as part of our... Our nation, our national uh, image since 1945. There you go. 6.53 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And the 7 o'clock hour this morning, we have a special guest coming on with us, a local businessman by the name of Dave Phillips, former radio guy. And we're going to see if a, just an old friend of ours, you're going to see if Dave has any New Year's uh, resolutions uh-huh. or, or predictions for us. He always has something to say. Oh, that's true. That? And uh, the 8 o'clock hour, if we've got uh, 
Uh, the Blur. Ted will be doing the Blur Entertainment News, as always, yeah, around. Are you putting that together? Uh, and a big, big story this morning, uh, the, the death of Tom Smothers, one of the uh, Smothers brothers, a comedic genius. And, and Ted's going to have more on that coming up here in uh, the 8 o'clock hour this morning, plus a good look at sports with a bowl game. Yeah, big the Pop-Tarts Bowl <laughs> today. K-State's K-State, playing the bowl game. Yeah. How about that? And we have how many how many days till uh, the new year, Ted? Three? Mm-hmm. All right, three yeah. days. Three days left in the year. Uh, stay with us here in the 7 o'clock hour. is Steve and Ted on KNSS, and uh, we'll be with you and uh, bring you all the news. Top of the hour, Windsor's not leaving Wichita. We have that story. And U.S. officials are in Mexico to talk about the border crisis. That's coming up at 7 o'clock here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Sabre Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.